This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Red, red wine, stay close to me. Is this post-vacation you that I'm getting to experience? Have you ever heard that song, Red, Red Wine? Have Do you know what song I'm talking song? about? Yeah, I've, I've been in a Walmart across America, Lauren. <laughs> Thank you very much. Red, red. Um, no, Chandler, yes. I have... I have descended back upon Puerto Rico. I am back in my beautiful living room, my wonderful home that I do love. Um, But wow, was I in a trance for three days. I know. It looked so beautiful. I was, everyone, I went to Anguilla. Anguilla, It's it's actually pronounced Anguilla. That sounds incorrect. Um, So I'm going to keep calling it Anguilla. Mm -hmm. It's... It is an island in the Caribbean. We stayed at the Belmond Cap Jaluca, a hotel I've always wanted to go to. Really? And okay. yeah, I've always wanted to go there. It's I literally my favorite place I've ever been. Like ever. So really? anyway. Yeah. I'm trying it's to just spell like, this. Belmond Cap Jaluca. It's, it's spelled like it's like you'd think. Um, wow. It looks like, <laughs> like Greece or something. Yeah, it's very Greece-like, very beautiful wow. white buildings. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, had the same vibes as that hotel in Ojai Valley Inn, um, but less okay. California, more Greece, more like Grecian okay. architecture. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the design of the hotel i mean everything is so spectacular really? everything about it it's understated it's elegant every detail is designed it's so boutique it's just it's not 100 million people it's it's really really an escape it's incredible wow. like there were never more than two or three people in the pool at once that type of vibe mm, mm. Were um, there kids were kids allowed the, there are there there was like one um there's one like Brazilian ten year old and twelve year old and I I think we saw one other family. Rats. So yeah, there were kids, but everyone was so spread out. The way that the ho- hotel is arranged is that it's I mean, this is interesting. Should I talk about this? Um, I think let's 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 keep it moving, but yeah, let's talk about <laughs> the way that the hotel is arranged is it's it's like on a bay and Let's skip the welcome video setup right now. <laughs> like, 
like you know how there's a video that plays when like your t- your hotel TV is just like on like the default <laughs> channel. Like that's that's like it's kind of putting me to sleep. Okay, okay, okay. Here's what I like about it, and this is what I think is good about it is it's just it's everything you want from a beach vacation. It's turquoise yeah. clear water white sand that feels like pound cake underneath your feet Mm -hmm. the prettiest beach i've ever been to and then five-star accommodations five-star service how's the food what was the food like i I don't know anything about yeah this word anguilla i mean just so delicious i don't even know how to describe it it was truly spectacular. I met this okay. like lady in the pool who was a travel agent and she oh, was wow. telling me all about um, just like all the different hotels you can go to. And I almost like want to have her on the podcast because she has so many good tips and good thoughts about yeah. like, everywhere you could go. Um, and then I'll I also her. met- I'll see if she's worth it. I met a spy. Like I met a Whoa. former- former spy in the CIA. Um, so that was pretty incredible. Or maybe she wasn't Are a you spy, the person- she was in the CIA. Are you the person who's like someone's enjoying their vacation clearly and then <laughs> you just start to like strike up conversation because I hate those people. That's actually not a part of my ideal beach vacation is someone asking me, you know, about my vocation. No, actually, honestly, I the last thing I want to do is talk to people when I'm on vacation, no. like making chit chat in the pool. I just want to swim like a fishy. Like that's what I want to do. Like I, I don't want, I no. don't want to talk to people. I want to go lay around in the sand, like right. cover my body with sand from head to toe. And then I want to run we in the ocean. It's so weird. And then get all of it off and do it again. I want to jump in the pool. I want to swim like a fish. I do not want to talk fishy. to chat with you people. You said fishy is it was cute when you I, said to swim like a fishy. <laughs> I, I really do. One point I said to Kate, I'm like, come be a fishy with me. Anyway, it was just, it was incredible. And um, all I will say is, you know, it's a good vacation and I'm on a good one when I'm ordering Sprites all day. Okay. So wow, it was yeah, truly totally. good. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to have that experience. Happy birthday. I don't, I'm Thank not on you. Instagram, so I didn't know if, if you uh, paid yourself a birthday tribute on our Instagram. I did. did I you? put, I posted two of posts. Course you I, probably have, I probably have two more coming. So a total of four carousels for people <laughs> to enjoy <laughs> from my uh, three day trip. This is but, like, um, literally like an, like a briefing meeting I'm in where we're like, we're going to need four ca- carousels from <laughs> Lauren's 31st, all spread out over multiple days. Oh my gosh, 32nd. Um yeah, no. Wait, what was I going to tell you? Shoot. Um there was something funny. Oh, it's just you know honestly, the something kind of interesting and hilarious is just the way rich people talk. Like that was probably one of the funniest yeah. things. I yeah. Like I was talking to one girl in the jacuzzi and she was like, "Yeah, we got to this one hotel and you know, they take you there by private boat. And once you, we got to the once we got on shore, Two, some of the beach chairs didn't match and the umbrella was faded. And I said, what Stop. is this? Stop. <laughs> and of course you're like, it's awkward for you to not feign their same level of horror. So you're just like, oh, so, I would never. I'm just like, absolutely. I was like, that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was, it was spectacular. And now I, now I will say this. I really think a three-nighter, because we only went for three for three nights, mm-hmm. three nights is where it's at. Because you can party okay. really hard for three days, like go really hard. Like yeah. I literally, Chandler, yeah. I got 
dress for dinner one of the nights, the rest of the time, all I did was swim. I swam from 9 a.m. to like yeah. 8 p.m. And then Kagan and I had like Incredible. dance parties in our room. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. like I, we, I didn't even like do my hair for the rest of the time. And yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. the last night I'm swimming in the pool. The moon is above me. It's just sure. all this Moroccan, t- this imagine yeah. swimming in surrounded by teal Moroccan tile. Anyway. I can't. I've never been surrounded by teal Moroccan <laughs> tile in my life. And I'm just plunged in this oasis of water. And then I want sure. food. And the pool is surrounded by kind of the restaurant. We're like in the middle of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And at one point, Kagan did ask me if I could start swimming in a more dignified way. So I would think I was a little <gasps> too exuberant. Were you like cannonballing? Let's just say I was splish splash taking a bath. Okay. Like, <laughs> like a fishy. What I would give for that for camera footage of you from sun up to sundown, just splish splashing. And so but anyway, so then so the guy was like, Oh, once you're we ordered food, we were in the pool, and then the guy was like, Here, it'll be at this table. So you get out at nine thirty oh, or nine waiting at night, for you. And the it's hot lobster in the warm and air. I mean the Caribbean, Gorgeous. the Caribbean, the Caribbean is what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. it's so true. Um, wow. Well, I know. Yeah, I know that three nights was your was the sweet spot because I texted you after day two, which I thought was plenty of vacation about <laughs> business stuff, and you asked me to kindly back off because you were still ensconced. <laughs> uh, I think I just said mañana. I will think about this mañana. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even. I didn't even look on my phone. Like I was just too busy. I was just too busy. Too busy Amazing. Well, a that's, little fish. That's what your uh, that's what a vacation should feel like, especially a birthday trip. So I'm very happy, um, and really now fun. I want to go there. It's it really is yeah a place I we have to go together. So anyway, I will shut up though. Talk to me about your most recent experience because oh I just feel like you have had a big life moment happen recently. I know, I know, and I feel like. People might think that something bad happened or uh, anyways, it's been a whirlwind. If you listened to the Patreon last week, you will know Ben and I moved in together. We moved in together this past weekend. It's been like a three and a half week whirlwind where we found out about the apartment and then made it all happen. Um, And I spent three days not in Anguilla splish splashing around. I was moving (laughs) uh, in about 88 degrees and 100% humidity basically. Um, and it was, it was an experience. I truly like, I love nesting. I just hate moving. Like I, I love unpacking. I love putting on yeah. a podcast and just totally. like really, especially because the spot where we moved into is a lot bigger. And mm-hmm. so for once I actually have cupboard space that I don't know what to do with. Anyways, this is like, mm-hmm. th- these are no, the luxuries no. I get to look forward to. You have different luxuries in your life. I've got my own. But it was amazing because basically I'm used to living in um, a bedroom and with a cooktop. So anyways, uh, it was like definitely a lot to move. But I like also I'm just not cut out for any kind of manual labor. Like I woke up multiple times in the middle of the night, like because my legs and my hands ached. And I'm just like, honestly, I I was not bred to be moving up and down the stairs at that type of rate to be carrying heavy things. Like I like to go to the gym, lift some cute little weights, but like, that doesn't mean that I'm strong. That doesn't mean I want to be doing it all day long. Correct. Yeah. Anyways. So the moving, the move is thankfully behind us. We are now blissfully nesting. I am obsessed with our apartment. Um, it's been really wonderful to now like live together 
Um, yeah, it's all just kind of shiny and new and very fun. I mean, okay, where like is is he like literally in the other room right now? <laughs> like, just I mean, living? we have been dating for a while, so it's not like it's like I just moved in with the guy I like met online. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like he is in the other room right now. It is. Here's what's nice. I like him being close by at all times because, like, today, <laughs> he's on your thumb now. He's under my thumb. Today, um, someone was coming to pick up a trash can I was selling. And like usually I would have just like gone downstairs to meet this person for the trash can. But now I've got like a person who looks after me. So I texted him and I said, hey, I'm going to go meet someone from Marketplace. They're probably going to try to kidnap me. I'm just going to give you the heads up to, you know, be on the lookout. He didn't respond to that. So then I got to yeah. knock on the door and be like, hey, <laughs> guess what? I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to go meet somebody and they're probably going to try to kidnap me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh thank goodness Anyways. because now he can't she doesn't just get texts he gets audio in person messages too it's Absolutely. incredible <laughs> if he doesn't respond promptly <laughs> and the other really cool thing is that none of the doors in our apartment shut fully so we're oh, just perfect. like we're in the same room all day long <laughs> um, oh my gosh but yes, blissfully nesting. Um, today I was like, oh my gosh, there's a cupboard we haven't used. It's just completely empty. Like, what are we going to do with that real estate? It's truly so nice. You're looking at it behind me. Do you want to give any any you know tips to the listeners who can't see? Um, I, I just to me, it looks like there's just so much abundance of space to put things. Right. Should you want it's them? Should you want them? It's essentially a Costco, like with its with its space. Yeah, it, um, it's basically a warehouse store. So, anyways, thank you for asking. Um, but yeah, big life moment for me. It is very cute to see you, um, you know, in your navy silk lunar robe, just in your Manhattan apartment, living with your boyfriend you're in love with. I mean, you're just you're in a very beautiful phase of life, and it's really special thank to you. see. Thank yeah. you. Um, thank you. I like truly like all even all last week with moving craziness, I felt just so excited about yeah. just like this chapter. So so many good things. One thing I do want to chat with you about other than your move, um, Jen Shaw has pleaded oh guilty. Did you see oh this? Oh my gosh. Oh, I saw. I saw. Okay. I mean like, she was so gung-ho on a trial and her innocence last season. It's insane to me. I want to read the transcript because I think this brings it into stark reality. It shifts everything mm -hmm. into focus for us listening yeah. to this transcript. Okay. So actually, I'm going to have you read it because I'm leading our episode today, our content, and it's just a lot of my voice. Oh, gosh. Okay. Here we go. So Judge Stein, Miss Shaw, do you wish to plead guilty to – Count one of the indictment. Yes, Your Honor. I will need to ask you certain questions. Judge Stein, if there were a trial, you could see and hear all the witnesses against you and your attorney could cross-examine them. Do you understand those rights? Yes, Your Honor. You'll be giving up all of these rights and there will be no trial. Do you understand? Yes, Your Honor. Did you read the indictment? Yes, I did. You are charged in count one with conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing. Do you understand? Yes, Your Honor. Uh, AUSA Fletcher set forth the elements. Um, an agreement to violate the law and entered it knowingly. She says, do you understand that the maximum penalty is 30 years in prison? Yes, Your Honor. To get guilty plea to count one, U.S. 
U.S. dropping count to conspiracy to commit money laundering from 2012 to 2019. It's a long time. You understand that you will lose valuable civil rights, including the right to vote and bear arms. I do. After I receive your pre-sentencing report, I will determine guidelines in, in which in any event do not bind me. Do you understand that the system of parole has been abolished except for good time credit at the facility where you are located? Yes. I have before me a document sent to you and your lawyers. Did you read it Can before you signed it? Can we a little yes. more drama in the, in the reading? Like, okay. Do you understand you will lose valuable civil okay. rights? Uh, do you want me to start? Go back from there? No, no. That was just an example of drama. And okay. Voice. Okay. <laughs> I have before me a document sent to you and your lawyers. Did you read it before you signed it? Yes. Are there any side deals I should know about? No, Your Honor. In this agreement, you've agreed not to appeal if I sentence you to 168 months in prison or fewer. Yes, Your Honor. And you've agreed to forfeit $6 million and restitution of $9 million. $9 million. Yes, Your Honor. Miss Shaw, what did you do? Wire f- and then she responds. Wire fraud, offering services with little to no value. We use interstate telephones and emails. I knew many of the purchasers. Purchasers. I knew many of the purchasers were over the age of 55. I am so sorry. And then the judge says again, what is the reason they bought? And then she says, misrepresentations regarding the value of the product or service of which had little to none. Did you know it was wrong and illegal? Yes, Your Honor. Uh, uh, Fletcher, what proof does the government have? I think it's not like attorney. It's like this AUSA. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Anyways, the judge addresses. Oh yeah, it must be like person. attorney for the United States of America. I yeah, 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 yeah. Attorney Fletcher, what proof does the government have? We were made aware of FTC investigations against Floors, the defendant worked with against Floors between yeah, 2017 and 2021. Beyond being a lead broker, she had a Manhattan-based sales floor. She oversaw it. She did not put her name on bank accounts associated with the business. She only got paid in cash through a company credit card and an NYC apartment she lived in. She used encrypted applications and moved operations offshore to Kosovo and incorporated uh, in Wyoming. What were these biz ops? So-called coaching services. Ms. Shaw, how do you plead? Guilty. Are you pleading because you are guilty? Yes. I am signing the consent order of forfeiture in the sum of Six million five hundred thousand. Miss Shaw, I find your plea is knowing. I accept your guilty plea and a judge you guilty. Sentencing will be October twelfth. Um. Wow. Yeah. I okay. The thing that I thought was interesting about this was that she says that it was courses, and that mm-hmm. she knew she was guilty. She knew it was illegal. I mean, literally the worst part about it is the woman had her mother use her retirement mm-hmm, funds mm-hmm. to For her attorney to, yeah, to try to, yeah. to get off and maintain her innocence. Like this woman is going to go up in flames. It's it, like, it's really there's just so no way this bad. ends well. This, there's yeah, no way this right. ends well. And the fact that she, that there was no, basically, I mean, there, there were attorneys that were taking her case on. And I feel like they probably took a good look at all the evidence and they were mm-hmm. like, there's no, evidence. there's no, you know, crazy tr- insanity or whatever plea. I don't even know what, what type of defense you could put on for something right. like this. There's And plus one Stewart cop to everything. It's just like she was dead in the water and it's, it's really sad. And I have no idea what, what's going to happen with her. One of the things that I'm very, very 
excited about and happy about is apparently this is all like this is all part of the storyline they're filming right now like we're gonna see all of this go down here's the thing that i don't want that i will i will be fully engaged by is if we get a a season of real housewives of salt lake city and she just tries to play it off and is like oh i i decided to do this because um ultimately i didn't have the money to go up against the government or she just makes some sort of excuse like she doesn't right own she doesn't the fact own that it she did this yeah right so we'll, that will we'll really need a lisa rinna own it baby moment because right yeah i mean she won't be filming when they sentence her correct but she's gonna get prison time yeah, I don't think that the Bravo cameras will be in the courtroom. Um, no, I, I just and, mean like around the October 12th. Like they will they will have. Oh, right. They will be I done filming. Right, right. But potentially there'll be the reunion. But yeah, she's yeah. definitely going to prison. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. So, also, I didn't know she had ties to wild. New York with this business. I know. I, that's the thing. She never talks about being from New York. You know, Meredith can't but, shut up about the fact that right. she's still in New York. You can't shut up about the fact that you live in New York. Absolutely Where's not. Where's Jen talking about it? I know. I know. Well, I think I've heard insider tea that, you know, everything was kind of like uh, fake about her. Everything that she kind yeah, of like right. orchestrated this whole life for the show. So who knows where she was like the past 10 years. Anyways. The other question I have is where is she going to get $9 million for restitution? Isn't it like where's that coming from? Total of fifteen million, six million, and then plus nine. Yeah, she's forfeiting six point five, and then doing nine million in restitution. I wonder if there is a bunch of like funds in the company bank account. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. It's shocking. And what what is this coaching? What was the coaching like? I I still don't understand what the schemes were. Like what what they were pretending to sell. I think more will come out now that she's pled guilty. Is my is my assumption um now this is in the news again because i would really like to know exactly what was being sold Um, okay here's what i want to know how long prediction till she has a book deal for her side of the story for believe me jen shaw (laughs) (laughs) and for those who are unfamiliar yolanda hadid Gigi hadid's mother former real hostage of beverly hills wrote a truly stunning memoir it's honestly Um, an incredible book to use my favorite to use my favorite descriptor, truly stunning. It's such a good book, you guys. Like, you will be wrapped. It's so um, gripping. It's incredibly gripping. Yeah. Yes. From beginning to end, you will become a Yolanda aholic. Yo- mm-hmm. Yolanda holic. But anyway, um, she's probably gonna write the book in jail. She's gonna have at least at least. She's five not years. writing this book. Someone else is writing this book for her. That's Shaw true. side. My sh- the Shaw side of things. Maybe something like that. I'm working on the Wait, title. Can, can I tell you something kind of juicy? Mm-hmm. When I was in college, I went on a few dates with this guy and he was a little bit older than me. And let's just say he was definitely so, super- meaning he's probably like 15 years older than you. <laughs> okay. Knowing your, uh, your track record. Anyway, but I just remember like he was he was this really gorgeous guy and I like Googled his Why name. Why are you whispering? I don't know this. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm a little ashamed of the story, but I okay. I didn't know anything about him. Okay, so sure. I googled his name. He wasn't part of my milieu at the time, if you will. Hmm. And he was on a ripoff report because people were like this because he was really what? rich. People were like this guy. He sells What's ripoff he, report. 
Ripoff report is something where like you can go on and complain about businesses, like anything mm. that's a scam. So like, yeah. And, and he told me, he's like, I travel for work. I travel for work and I do these like okay. presentations and stuff. And I guess what the presentations are, are these things where like that from what I read, it was like they try to get you to like buy a course that's going to start a career and it's like mm. a five or $10,000 course. And and basically, like, it's just nothing is like it's cracked up to be. Now, this person, as far as I know, is still at liberty on the earth. So I don't think he had, you know, they any been problems. assassinated. <laughs> well, he, <laughs> he, he said he, they're, they're at liberty on the earth and then captured. <laughs> yeah, he has. He's not been imprisoned yet. Um, he's not been indicted. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I think well, there's a lot of like shysters out there. There's oh, absolutely. Of water, baby. So yeah. you got to be careful where you're swimming. You fishies yeah. out there. <laughs> I do feel like, yeah, this this guy sounds like he's just a few shades of like Dirty John. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know. You just don't want to be doing. I just don't believe it's a good thing to be romantically involved or a person doing any sort of business dealings that are not on the up and up or forthcoming. Right. That's absolutely. That's- yeah. 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 I think that goes without saying. But thank you for restating your value on this topic. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, anyway, it was only we, two we days make people. an honest living, schlepping our personal <laughs> lives, schlepping pop celebrity gossip and pop culture, it's rereading true. TMZ tweets. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, 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 it's Wait, not much, is, but it's honest. That is the funniest one. Probably one of the funniest parts is anytime I would get kind of like brought into some sort of social conversation in the pool. Are we? Um, are we back in Anguilla? We're back. We're back. <laughs> we're back in the cool teal waters. Um, mm-hmm. People be like, "Oh, what do you do?" And you know, let's just say I'm not. Uh, my brain is not really processing that fast right at this point. So it's yeah. hard for me to like. It's hard for me to I, at all describe what I do. But let alone like when I'm just kind of in my vacation mode. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, I have a couple businesses. They're online. They're on, they're on. They're online. Like one's a podcast. One's a like. I barely. You can sound like a shyster. Anytime you tell someone you have a podcast, it's just no. Honestly, so See, embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. I never lead with that. Like it's it's honestly something people have to like find out about me and then they feel like I've duped them by not talking about it but it's just like it's because it's kind of embarrassing and it feels really thirsty to have a podcast even though I'm very proud of it like if even just saying I have a podcast is just like oh you're one of those people like clearly you think your thoughts and your uh and everything you've got to say is is worthwhile right exactly exactly you know it's kind of like saying like, oh, what do you do? It's it's being like, oh, I watercolor. Like I, you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't well, sound like a business. I think it's it almost like, like a job. I think it's more like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a thought leader. <laughs> That's how it sounds to me every time. I say, oh, nothing. I'm just a thought leader. <laughs> totally. You're going to be really interested in what I have to say. Right. Literally, we oh just assume God. that. Yeah. But I am, Anyways. I am gonna have the the girl who's in the CIA on the podcast because is that her who messaged were us? Really, oh, did some? Yeah, I haven't been on the Instagram, yeah, you some, guys. So I'm behind on the DMs. I think someone messaged us. Um, yeah, yeah, she's really cool, and she was legit in the CIA. Um, yeah, That's fascinating. She, like she, I guess she couldn't tell her boy. Her her husband was there, and he was like, "Oh yeah, she." 
she couldn't tell me really what she did at all. And like mm. one night I woke so up cool. and I went in the fridge and there was a cake in the fridge and the cake was like the sheet cake. And on the, on the top of it was screen printed like this, like this picture of this like Arab man. And like, what? Was, yeah. It was like, and he was like, what the hell is this? But he used the word hell. <laughs> and, and because she was like a part of some was like, like operation of- that used baked goods in the Middle East. Yeah. Like she literally what? was in Afghanistan, Baghdad, like on wow. operation. Like she was legit in the CIA, like legit. So, oh my gosh. I, nothing yeah. but the utmost respect for the CIA. I just saluted. <laughs> Well, and that's the worst yeah. part too is, is it's like, oh, I, you know, I protect freedom for a living. I'm just one of the people right. just like, you know, doing everything <laughs> I can to make sure everyone can just not be under nuclear warfare, you know, <laughs> just have civil society, have freedom, protect organized culture. What do you do? I talk about celebrities online. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it is just horrible. <laughs> So. I'm like, you're, you're like, well, you know, lawyers can offer financing. <laughs> and <laughs> Honestly, that's pretty revolutionary. <laughs> lead. I don't like to lead with either because the, the lawyer financing business sounds like BS because you just, like, I'm just like, oh, I, I, what? And then podcast, it's all bad. It's all bad. It's all bad. Yeah. Lauren, as we made our descent into New York, you know, from our beloved Guana Island trip, mm. I got excited thinking about coming home to like my more simple routine food, like my mm. clean simple eats protein powder. Yeah. I feel like it's such a good staple because the protein powder, if you blend it with ice and water, you got vanilla frosty, essentially. If you like the simply vanilla, if you get chocolate brownie powder, you've got a chocolate frosty. You could do the mint chocolate chip. You got a thin mint frosty, or you just dissolve it in milk or water. And that also strangely tastes really good like chocolate milk it's a super fast easy quick snack also i just love that the ingredients are clean they're grass-fed it's 20 grams of protein for 110 calories it is just the best protein powder out there everyone go to cleansimbleeats.com and use the promo code pop apologist for 10 percent off that's pop apologist for 10 percent off cleansimbleeats.com pop apologist for 10 percent off okay so we need to get into the Scientology, you guys, deep dive we are doing today. Sorry, it has been a long intro, but this is going to be in two parts. So buckle in, get excited. Okay. okay get excited. I, I'm so excited because I have to tell you something. I went down a Scientology rabbit hole probably five or six years ago where I watched Going Clear or whatever. I used to watch all the Leah Remini stuff where her and that other gentleman would go around town and, you know, like hassle the Scientologists. Um, so I was like fully on a kick where I was just like, wow, this this thing is so evil. Um, and and that was kind of my mindset until about two weeks ago when I saw Top Gun, okay? And when I saw Top Gun, I had nothing but the utmost respect for Tom Cruise. And I was like, okay. whatever he's doing, it's working. Whatever work he's getting done, it's working. This man does all of his own stunts. And I'm interested in, in Dianetics. I'm interested in everything. <laughs> okay, I need to watch. So I, I need to watch. Excuse me, Top Gun because I have heard it's so good. I haven't it's, seen any. It's of It's really them. good. Um, it's really good. It brought me to tears. It was just like, I don't know. Yeah, it was really really good. Um, one thing I will say. Uh, 
Oh, okay, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Um, okay, well, Chandler, uh, I'm going to try to do my best to keep your um, – to keep you in this Our- – to you not can, dispel you know the illusion. But you can you can dispel the illusion. I mean, I am just fascinated by Scientology. I love to make billionaire contract jokes. I think that it's like truly one of the most bizarre cults. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Tom well, Cruise has a hold on me. That's what's interesting because when I was doing this research for this podcast episode, I was thinking like, we let's do a deep dive on where is Shelly met Miskovich. Like right, literally right. there's so many deep dives within this deep dive we can mm-hmm. do. Okay. Oh, there's a million, um, the, the cruise ship that they like run and like, uh, uh yeah. Anyways, I, I can't see a person in a sailor uniform without thinking about Scientology. That's how like, you know, steeped it within my brain it is. Honestly, I forgot the Navy existed. I thought that was the, like all like um, aquatic <laughs> all men and white were like purely Scientologists. That's how much I've like legit forgot. What are about they that. called? Aren't they called something else though? Anyways, um, yeah, it's um, it's Sea Org, Sea Org, Sea Org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, all right, you guys. So. Little, a quick bio to begin. Tom was born in July 3rd, 1962 in Syracuse, New York. Um, he was named Thomas Cruz Mapother, Mapother, M-A-P-O-T-H-E-R, the fourth. Um, sounds like a very, you know, wealthy young man, but au contraire, he grew up poor. His father was abusive and his parents eventually divorced. Dad was an electrical engineer. Okay. He grew up poor. His father was abusive and his parents eventually divorced. His dad was an electrical engineer and his mom was a special education teacher. His dad died in 1984 and they were not very close. He has Mm -hmm. three sisters and they're all very close. So that's nice. Um, And he was raised Catholic. One of the key struggles of his youth was that he grew up with dyslexia. In 1984, Tom started in Risky Business, which catapulted him to Mm -hmm. fame. Okay? Wow. Now, Katie Katie Holmes was born on December 18th, 1987. So there's a 15-year age gap there, Mm -hmm. which actually isn't that crazy. Um, Oh, wait. No, that's wrong. Katie is not – was not born in 1987. There's no way because she's like 43. 78, 1978. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Katie has four siblings and grew up in a very idyllic childhood. Her father was a prominent divorce attorney, okay? No way. Um, Yeah. And her mom stayed home. Katie started modeling and did theater and had a part in the movie The Ice Storm. Her breakout role was in Joey was as Joey Potter on Dawson's Creek in 1998 to 2003. Okay, but before we get to Tom and Katie Chandler, we have to talk about Tom and Mimi. Do you know Chandler? Nicole Kidman? Who, who no, Mimi Rogers. I don't Mimi know this Rogers. Woman was Tom's first wife, okay? Oh, wow, okay. So in 1987, a 27-year-old Tom marries the 30-year-old actress Mimi Rogers. Now, this is important, everyone, because Mimi Rogers is the person who actually got Tom into Scientology. Okay, okay. Um, Yes. Mimi was born into it. Her dad was a high-ranking member when – L. Ron Hubbard was alive. So L. Ron Hubbard, for those who don't know, was the founder of Scientology. 
So mm-hmm. once Tom mm-hmm. and Mimi got together, it was apparently Scientology's top mission to get Tom to join. Really? Yes. Um, and I think that this is a huge thing in Scientology's playbook is anyone famous, they just treat so well because right, they think right. it's such good PR for the church and they want you yeah, know as many yeah. famous people as possible. So yeah, um, Tom, when he started, you know, kind of flirting with Scientology, Scientology was all in on Tom. Um, however, once Tom joined the church, Mimi's father left and he was deemed a suppressive person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a suppressive person is, Chandler? I mean, I've called you one multiple times, you know, <laughs> every other day. I do know what a suppressive person is basically someone who's not in Scientology, who's not in the fold, who brings down your own Scientology vibration, right? Something well, along those vague lines. That I would say that's that is a six out of ten answer. It's okay. an apostate. It's someone who has been in the church oh, that's but right. who's left. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. So that's a suppressive person. A lot of religions have that. So um, what are they called? Jehovah's Witnesses. Now, please, mm-hmm. we are. This is not CNN religion, BBC religion documentary. So if I get something wrong, just just chalk it up to people don't know everything. Um, no fact checking, everyone. Um, right. but- anyone can get a. Anyone can have a podcast. Chalk it up to that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, if you want to pay for our fact checkers, you can DM DM us fact checking us. Anyway, okay. Um, but uh, what are they called? Jehovah's Witnesses are very extreme about people who leave. Yeah. Like you cannot yeah. Yeah. speak to people who leave. You're excommunicated from the family type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of a lot of I mean, Nexium is like that, obviously. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. Teal so, Swan is like that. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, so it's not a good sign, but basically Mimi, Tom's then wife did not reject her father and she did not label him a suppressive person. And that made the Scientology leaders worry because they were afraid that she was going to, they, they saw that they didn't have a total hold over her and they were afraid that she would potentially leave Scientology and take Tom. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And Scientology needed Tom's star power, okay? So they couldn't lose Tom to Mimi departing. Yeah. So in 1989, David Miscavige made it his top priority to break up Tom and Mimi. <gasps> um, yes. That little so, freaking minx, David Miscavige. And do you know honest, how he did it? He's kind of hot. Do I think do David? David Miscavige is kind of hot. Standing at that podium, in front of that big globe. Isn't he like 3'8 or something? I'm pretty sure he's like <laughs> super short. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with that. You have a lot. But, of, um, oh, you honestly do a lot of, sh- of short shaming on this podcast. I, I do not. Oh, you know what? He is, he is 5'3. That's pretty oh, yeah. short. That's pretty short. Wow. Like, how? Yeah. Um, guy. Um, wow. You know, moving right along. Yeah, moving on. Okay. But do you know how he did it, Chandler? Do you know the diabolical plan? This monolithic plan, this very small man laid out. <laughs> what? What was the plan? Um, so My daddy miscavige. Tom, Tom admitted. <laughs> Little daddy miscavige. Um, <laughs> Oh my gosh. So Tom confided in David that he was attracted to his co-star, Nicole Kidman, on the set of Days Mm. of Thunder. And David Mm. encouraged Tom to cheat on Mimi, his wife. 
I mean, isn't David's like wife disappeared? This man is clearly compromised. Well, that's so interesting about the Shelly Miscavige thing because it's like everyone's like, where is she? It's like she's dead. She's dead. Like, right. That's why no one's seen her. Like, yeah, she's not being held. She's dead. Everyone. She's not in like Um, central California in their compound or anything like she's gone. No, she's gone. That's the only reason that people disappear and aren't seen anymore. Yeah. Um, But I I digress. So David apparently encouraged Tom to cheat on Mimi. We can't blame David, though, because Tom did make a decision to go after Nicole under the dark night of infidelity. And as a result, Tom and Mimi's marriage unraveled. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Like the strands of a tapestry channel no like longer that. woven together. Truly. What's that? Wow. I didn't know it began like that. That's that is how, I mean, that also, is how Tom I just, and Nicole began. I, I thought Nicole, she just seems like a pillar of virtue to me. Maybe it's her AMC, you know, trailer thing, but she just, that shocks me. I will tell you that what? the day we do a Tom, I'm sorry, the day we do a Nicole Kidman, Keith, Keith Urban, Urban deep dive, like I'm, how many cold showers are going to have to take to get through that recording? A like, lot. I don't know. A lot. A it's going to have to be, it's like, going um, to be an editing nightmare. I'll tell you that much. We're going to be recording from the shower. It's that good. <laughs> but, okay. Those two. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Wow, yeah. So Tom and Nicole get together and they were married on December 31st, 1990. The higher ups in Scientology, Chandler, they were quaking in their boots because they were worried. They knew that Nicole was not Mm -hmm. that interested in Scientology, but not only that, that her father was a well-respected Australian psychologist. And I don't know if you know this, but Scientologists are very against therapy or psychotropic drugs any drugs that alter your mind state um well and right so you this just do really that freak thing. them out well in scientology you don't need therapy you just need to put your hands on those two cans things and then <laughs> play the game of telephone with that guy or whatever like what is that word what is that called again like there's a name but it's the it's just like the two cans and then the str- i don't know what is it called um, intensives um, or something like Oh, on, oh, you mean uh, auditing. auditing? Auditing, yes. Yeah, yeah, All you yeah, have to yeah, do yeah. is get audited. Yeah. Get a quick I'd audit. Like, I'd like to audit you, to be honest, but. <laughs> um, what I will say is that any organization or person that wants to prevent you from altering the state of your consciousness to explore the realm of your inner world is one not to be trusted, Okay. Okay, we get it. You're on a journey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so true. Very true. Okay. Um, okay, um, Fishy, we so- get it. You were on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving right along. So at this time, you guys, this was when Tom Cruise publicly blasted Brooke Shields for going oh. on antidepressants to treat her postpartum depression. And there was an interview she did with Matt Lauer, and Tom just looked like an absolutely insane person. So I want to play part of this interview because I think this just like, this is why uh, Scientology and just Tom Cruise and all of this is so fascinating because yeah. – um, because it really like it's you don't you do not sound all there 
he's also a very intense person. So something that occurs to me is like, what came first, Tom Cruise's intensity or the intensity of Scientology? You know, well, I think some sometimes like attracts like. Yeah, and totally. Pe- people who are like, enthusiasts for one thing, they will be enthusiasts for another. For example, I think you could fall prey to Scientology at any moment. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I really do. Like, We're laughing now, but like, I really do. I could get a a call from you to say I've maxed out my credit cards, buying Dianetics textbooks, like wire me 10 grand for my next course so I can go up the ladder. Like I, I am susceptible I to all sorts of I know of siren songs. Okay. I know you so, are. I know you are. I'm worried about it. Let's it just watch ourselves with this me. with this deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to stay close to the surface, fishies. Okay, so here we go. <laughs> So this is Tom talking to Matt Lauer about Brooke Shields and her use of antidepressants after, you know, everyone knows what what this is. So just listen. It's very impressive to listen to you because clearly you've done the homework and and you know the subject and you should. And and, And you should do that also because just knowing people who are on Ritalin isn't enough. You should be a little bit more responsible in knowing. I'm not prescribing Ritalin, Tom, and I'm not asking anyone else. It gets a little testy. Uh, it's this little preview, yeah. So he gets pretty testy with Matt Lauer. Wow. Next half hour. And the tone of the discussion took a turn. I've never agreed with psychiatry, ever. Uh, <laughs> before I was a scientist, I never agreed with psychiatry. And then when I started studying the history of psychiatry, I started realizing more and more why I didn't agree with psychiatry. And as far as the Brooke Shields thing is, look, you got to understand, I really care about Brooke Shields. I, I think here's a, a, a wonderful and talented woman. And uh, I want to see her do well. And I know that uh, psychiatry is, is a pseudoscience. But, but Tom, oh she said gosh. that this particular thing helped her feel better, whether it was the antidepressant or going to a counselor or a psychiatrist. Isn't that enough? Matt, you have to understand this. Here we are today where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses of electric shocking people, Mm -hmm. okay, against their will, of drugging children with them not knowing the effects of these drugs. Do you know what Adderall is? Do you know Ritalin? Do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug? Do you understand that? The difference is this was not against your will, though. But this wasn't against your question. Madam, asking a question. I understand there's abuse of all of these things. No, you see, here's the problem. You don't know the history of psychiatry. I do. Aren't there examples, and might not Brooke Shields be an example of someone who benefited from one of those drugs? All it does is mask the problem, Matt. And if you understand the history of it, it masks the problem. That's what it does. That's all it does. You're not getting to the reason why. There is no such thing as a chemical imbalance. So in postpartum depression to you is, is Matt, kind of a little psychological goop, gobbledygook? No, no, I did not say that. I'm just asking, what you no, what would you no, call it? Abs- that Matt, that is, that post. Now, now you're talking about two different things. But that's what she went on the no. antidepressant for. But what happens the antidepressant, all it does is mask the problem. There's ways of vitamins and through exercise and various things. I'm not saying that that isn't real. That's not what I'm saying. That's an alter. Anyway. Oh, okay. This guy, he's such a nut job. I think he's stunning in so, some movies, but he is such a nut job. I he's just, like the worst kind of mansplainer. Mansplainer. 
Nothing is funnier to me than the statement, I just never agree with psychiatry. I, I never know. agreed with it. Like the entire practice. An entire field of study, mm-hmm. of learning, of science. Mm-hmm. I have just never agreed with Ecology Chandler. Right. Ecologists everywhere and I, we don't get along. I've never <laughs> agreed with them. I mean, you just don't know the history of ecology. I've, I, that's the thing. When people talk to me about the earth and I just say, whatever, you don't even understand the history of ecology. Okay. Also, I've never heard of Ritalin being a street drug. I know. Like, that was so funny. I mean, I, like, um, yeah, of course, abuse within, you know, drug use exists. But like, to be honest, that's just someone who's never met a truly like mentally ill person who's suffered from depression or things that they that are truly out of their control they can't exercise their way out of okay thank yeah, you very much uh, absolutely it's like the height of hubris to, mm-hmm. to say oh oh go for a jog like you're depressed right, right. go for a jog well yeah you know yeah. someone might not be able to will themselves to go for a jog mm-hmm. until they get some help okay right, it doesn't right. always work that way and I think that people just always assume that their own mental state is the same as everyone else. like they can't empathize with right with it. right right but anyway okay um moving right along so Because of her dad, Nicole was dubbed a source of potential trouble, all right? And Nicole had problems with Scientology, and Scientology had problems with Nicole. Wow. So, yeah, Nicole wanted to get Tom out of the church, and she was successful for a time. So this is something that's very little talked about. But Tom Tom started drifting away from Scientology in 1992. Even though that, even though David Miscavige and other Scientology people tried to drive a wedge between Tom and Nicole, they just they just couldn't. In nineteen ninety six, I mean that's her power. Nicole Kidman is just an angel on this earth. Like, yeah, she really is. She she really came from above to let us just witness mm-hmm. her beauty, her poise, right, her splendor. Her, oh, that strawberry blonde hair, that creamy Supple, complexion, creamy skin. Mm-hmm. You could just look. I mean, I just even love the frozen face to this day. I just, I just love it. Yeah. I love everything. I love, love everything she's doing. So, mm-hmm. um, thank you, Nicole. Yeah, thank you, Nicole. Can I talk to you about a product that you love, that Courtney loves, and that I love? Please. Early bird CBD gummies are so phenomenal. Everyone, they are the perfect. 2.5 milligrams of THC and 12.5 milligrams of CBD. So this concoction, it gives you the warmest, gooeyest feeling. They have the magic formula. I love the watermelon flavor. That's my favorite. I also love using them when I know I need to get a good night's sleep and I can sleep in. You guys, we love Early Bird CBD so much. We reached out to them to see if they'd be interested in sponsoring the show because we were like, these products, these gummies, Everyone needs to know about them. We're going to tell them about about them anyway. So maybe we can get paid to do it. And honestly, we just cannot recommend them enough. We have a link in our show notes. You can go to earlybirdcbd.com. Use code POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Earlybirdcbd.com. POPAPOLOGIST20 for 20% off. Do yourself a favor. Try the gummies. They ship to all 50 states, everybody. You got to try it. Earlybirdcbd.com. In 1996, Tom and Nicole left to shoot the, the movie Eyes Wide Shut. And during that time, Scientologists were unable to get a hold of Tom. <gasps> so, yeah. It actually wasn't until years. <laughs> can you imagine? Just like, we can't get it's a like- hold of him. <laughs> no one can like- get a hold of Tom Cruise. And they're just like all like furiously walking around the cruise ship. <laughs> 
like this big scandal that your religious leaders can't get a hold of you. <laughs> so funny. Oh, you're gone for a couple months. It like it's like part of the history books. They couldn't get a hold of you. So it wasn't actually Chandler till years later when Tom and Nicole were having problems in their marriage that mm. Tom reached out to Scientology. And of course, David Miscavige jumps at the chance to get Tom back. Of course. And well, he got it's a little him jump, into, but he jumps nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he did a he he jumped those little legs and got Tom into <laughs> a, an emergency auditing session. Thank and he, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Apparently some jogs wouldn't work. And, it, and you know, freaking to hell with it. If Tom Cruise would have to take some neurotropics, but let's get him holding some cans and getting audited. That's where, uh, that's where we'll find a solution. Okay. Um, and what solution did Scientologists have, Chan? Arranging to have Nicole's phone tapped and hiring private investigators to follow her around. Right. You got to hand it to them. They are, uh, they got their methods. Little is known about what was uncovered in that, in the course of that investigation. But let me just tell you that Tom filed for divorce soon thereafter and returned to the Church of Scientology with a newfound devotion. Do they have kids? Don't they have kids together? Um, Tom and Nicole. Yes, they do. Yeah, they have two kids and together, are, I believe. Did they adopt the kids or are they like... Let me look. Oh, yeah. They have two kids. Wow. Okay, this is, an, this is a Daily Mail from 2019, but the headline is, Nicole Kidman claims her adopted kids with ex-Tom Cruise chose Scientology over her, but hopes to heal the rift with Connor, 24, and Isabella, 26, despite no not getting invited way. to daughter's wedding. Yeah. No way. Yeah. That is actually sick. Isn't that crazy? Honestly, the idea of like people, of parents not being able to see, the the, the wounds, it's just insanity. It's just so absolutely crazy. insanity. Like, do her and Keith Urban have kids? Um, Yeah, they do. They have two kids. Okay. Yeah, so she's Isabella Jane Cruz, Connor Cruz, and then Sunday Rose Kidman Urban and Faith Margaret Kidman Urban. That's quite the name. I d- All of these I are quite do- the name. I feel like Keith Urban is is Nicole Kidman's Brad Falchuk. Like her second mm-hmm. marriage. Right. Truly the the star born brightest in midlife love for her. And yeah. I just love yeah. to see it. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They, I think her kids are fully. The, the, these two kids, Isabella and Connor, are fully in Scientology. I mean, so maybe the, that gravy train is better. Yeah, or they're just completely brainwashed. All right, so after Tom and Nicole break up, he starts dating Penelope Cruz. He dated her for three years, but they broke up reportedly because she was not that into Scientology. And and around this time, Tom's getting frustrated because his relationships are ending when his partners are not as into Scientology as he is. Mm-hmm. So eventually, Tom and his handlers, they make it their mission to find the perfect wife for Tom, someone who is hot but also approved by the church apparently Chandler, shelly miscovich actually was at the head of this project oh really like matchmaking yeah. for tom yes mm-hmm. just a little uh little patty stanger action before wow. she was disappeared <laughs> i love that show <laughs> okay so 
first they start looking through all the existing Scientology members to see if they can find anyone. And they do. They find a woman named Nazanin Boniati. Okay. You ever heard of her, Chandler? Yep. Yep. Yeah. You have heard of Nazanin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's in a show that I've seen. Absolutely. Beautiful girl. She's a member of Sea Org, has her own acting career. Mm-hmm. And Naz was told by the Scientologist that she was going to receive a special assignment from the church. So she Stop. got a Scientology funded makeover, designed <gasps> a shopping spree, braces, her You're her hair colored kidding. in a way they thought Tom would like. Oh yeah. <gasps> um, they told her apparently that her makeover was part of the church's humanitarian mission. Okay. I would like one of those. Um, yeah. If because any Scientologists she, are listening, please. Yeah, because uh, they they said that she had to look her best for conferences with world leaders. Oh, my gosh. And they broke her up with her boyfriend during another emergency auditing session. They shared with Nas that her boyfriend was cheating on her. She immediately broke up with him. And within a month, Tom and Nas were living together. Wow. Or it could be Nas. Not sure. Um, however, this was a short-lived relationship and ended abruptly when David Miscavige made the decision that he no longer liked Naz. Um, apparently one day she came home and all her stuff was moved out of Tom's house and Tom oh, never spoke to gosh. her again. Yeah. Um, oh so Scientologists, the project Find Tom a Woman was back, but they were having no luck. The search was in vain. Wait, can I can I add a little bit of color to their relationship? I just was saying something. Please. So uh, throughout their entire relationship, she was supposedly asked to report anything non-optimum she observed in Tom so that sci- the Scientology church could help him. Like she had to report on him. Like little spies. Wow. wow. I mean, <gasps> insane. Oh my gosh. Are what? you This is this is so officials would ask um, Nas if she thought Cruz was happy, and one executive suggested, why don't you be more aggressive with Tom and just put your hand down his pants when you see him? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Anyways. Wow. There's Religious I, leaders. They, 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 it takes all kinds, all, all types. I'm sure you're going to get to this, but apparently after, when they split, there were consequences for her. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. What when, were the when consequences? They split up, she was forced to do a bunch of menial labor. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Let's like, see. so the, yeah. this is what's so crazy, you guys. Yeah. Like, so deep, there's so many deep dives we could do within this deep dive. But go ahead. She was subjected subjected to doing four months of menial labor, including tasks such as digging ditches and cleaning public toilets with a toothbrush. Eventually, she was promoted to selling Dianetics books on the streets of Tampa. She wasn't allowed to talk to anyone, particularly her Scientology friends, since she was considered a traitor. She was not allowed to go anywhere unless escorted by either church security, ethics staff, or representative of flag president's office. Anyways. The human rights abuses. What? It's really insane. Like, it's like so and I should crazy. I shouldn't be so flippant about about Shelly Miskovich because obviously it's like so horrific. The right, idea that right. she's that she's not here anymore mm-hmm. but ultimately yeah it's just it's like these people have either lost their lives literally or figuratively and when you're cleaning a to a toilet with a toothbrush as an adult and you think you're doing right. that because like you're following some institution i'm sorry that's like the one true institution 
just makes my blood boil. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. But let's move on to lighter topics. So Chandler, Tom eventually made his own list of Hollywood actresses who could potentially audition to be his next girlfriend. Oh, yes. On that list were Jennifer Garner, Scarlett Johansson, and Jessica Alba. So they were all offered this, and apparently everyone turned it down but Scarlett Johansson. So Scarlett showed up to a Scientology center thinking she was going to audition for a movie, but when she got there, she saw that it was a Scientology office, and she left. She released a statement to Vanity Fair. And she said, the very idea of any person auditioning to be in a relationship is so demeaning. I refuse for anyone to spread the idea that I lack the integrity to choose my own relationships. Only a man would come up with a crazy story like that. (gasps) Yeah. So so in 2004, Tom was filming the movie War of the World. Tom put up a Scientology tent on the set that would be for cast and crew members who are interested in learning about Scientology. Just kind of insane. Like, can you imagine oh that? Oh my gosh. No. Just show, It just goes to show like the power and influence that he was allowed to do that. All right. Well, I think that we're going to leave it there because we're kind of leading up to the beginning of Tom and Katie. So now we know how Tom got to where he was before Katie came into his life, before he jumped on the couch, before all of that. We're going to get into their absolutely cloyingly sweet extreme honeymoon phase their engagement pregnancy surrey and of course their irretrievably broken dissolution yes so everyone stay buckled in we'll be back next episode with part two i hope you've enjoyed this deep dive it's been a very aquatic thing episode we've done a lot of swimming we've been deep diving feels good feels great i'm I'm excited for part two. This is insane. This is even more insane than I thought it was. Yeah. So, so good. We'll have a lot of audio clips next time. So you guys, thank you so much. If you've liked this episode, we kindly invite you to leave us a five-star review, please, on iTunes. Also, share it. Share it on your Instagram. Tag us on your stories, please. It really, really helps us so much if you share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. And then finally, we will be back with part three of Royals Deep Dive this Friday on Patreon. So the biggest way you can support the show is by joining Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Um, Chan, love you so much. Love you too. Thanks, y'all. Bye, Lila. Bye. That's all for now, folks. Don't forget, give us a five-star review. Hit us up on Instagram at Apologists, and we will see you next week, live every Wednesday. Bye.